So I'm hoping that the sound has not changed too dramatically. I'm going to try to use this sound um, without monitoring and see what happens for just check-in. I'm doing this episode to paint a different picture of impressions. What I want to do is explain the unintended side effects of exaggeration. So today we decided instead of um, me going and kind of swimming, decided to kind of really listen back to my own thoughts as I do. This is just definitely just as much for myself as it is for you to get something out of it because what's going through me when I speak is insight and learnings and listening back to my own learnings helps me to teach my own self and to understand my own thoughts better and what I realized is that we actually will be we will exaggerate ourselves without necessarily having outside drama and so we can paint ourselves to look better or worse than we actually do. Um, I've been guilty of both. So for example, we've been eating a lot more at home, um, but we've been, as our daughter's been doing pretty good with household stuff that we ask her to do, we've spoiled her a little bit with fast food. (laughs) Buzz, buzz, right? Ain't wrong. Bad thing to do. Just kidding. I'm sure we're all guilty of some form of exaggeration. And so another point is that sometimes when you do judge of how something can affect your life, you are thinking of it in a negative way. And so when I've talked about listening to somebody, I didn't take into the account the positive effects that this could actually be having on them being happier them getting kind of the help that they need and them getting um, resources in life that can then affect them for the better, themselves for the better. And um, so when you listen to somebody um, and you're not really sure what to make of it or when you're scoping out your own environment, especially. um, So instead of going swimming, we went to a new little place the pond um, behind the stores behind the shopping center here we went to feed the ducks as a family like all of us together as a family got together and just went kind of a short nose thing really really relaxed just throw something on and go um don't even need to wear sandals the entire time like just very very relaxed um little grass spot with a pond ducks were just going nuts over the bread and the cereal we you know, they were just so happy to be fed, and it was so much fun, and um, it made me recognize that sometimes a change of scenery can change your impression with your family or within relationships or um, within communications where you could um, come back home, for instance, and receive more positive communications on how just silly or funny or just positive or just um, happy you could be, you know, somebody could be feeling about their time and then you start to realize that there could be a conversation in the future of understanding 
And you start to realize your own negative filter. Mel Robbins talks a lot about this. I've um, watched her a little bit, and she's talked about how we look for, our mind can look for things. Um, and she talks about hearts, and I'm like, oh, my daughter and I love hearts. And um, my favorite heart is kind of like a red heart. I don't know what it is. I just, I think it's really special for those that I'm close with. And um, that kind of thing I just love, you know. Um, my daughter and I just love that kind of stuff ever since she was little. And it just means a lot to me to, you know, the hearts. And Mel Robbins was talking about train your brain to look for a heart as like an activity, a game, so that you're looking for something meaningful and comforting and all that. But then it's, um, you're training your brain to look for something. And then what I realized based on that, what she said is that I think based on survival protection, fear, protection of loved ones that I may have trained, even just from being a kid and kind of environments and stuff, not bad, but just the things that we all go through in life and experiences, um, you tend to want to be protective of those you love. You tend to want to be protective of your own environment. And that for, for, you know, that is like the absolute right way to be, especially if, um, you're a parent. Um, but I feel that sometimes in, um, this will lead to not being able to handle criticism or like that kind of problem or not being able to handle, um, understanding someone else a little bit. And, um, so with the example of I gave in the last episode about drunken nights and listening to someone go on about wanting another drunken night, maybe for some people, even if you can't handle drinking, some people can enjoy a couple drinks and that gives them a good time and that gives them a good connection or a very relaxed experience that their mind needs. For you, that might not be drinking, that might be coffee in my case for sure. And that might be, and for someone else, coffee might be terrible. For someone else, it might be sugar. For someone else, you know, we have little vices that can help us. But the point is to use these things as tools. So I was drinking that coffee, treating myself to um, do the episode with you. I've been wanting to do an episode over coffee, just talking. But I poured, like, the rest of it out even after I had started listening to my own episode. I was kind of drinking it. And I'm like, all right. And I realized that was a tool or an enjoyment even. Um, sounds kind of meaningless, meaningless when you put it like a tool. But some of these things are just enjoyments that somebody needs or that somebody can... They don't really need it. It's not a need, but it's a want. And so that's where you become okay with having... With understanding those wants around you or, you know, that you have or that kind of thing. And wanting to live your own life with vigilance and wisdom and um, wanting to have some boundaries um, to benefit your own self, your loved ones, that you're, those you care for, is very, very good. It shows a sign of maturity. But you don't have to take it so seriously where it's going to cause you to judge or to get an impression, um, impression of someone else, a bad impression of someone else. And this is why it's so important to understand that impressions can change conversations can become those of understanding and a conversation is going to have to be had 
it's going to be a, it's going to feel like a difficult conversation and then it's going to get easier and easier once you state your view in your life and you state your, um, lifestyle choices and the other person states theirs and you might have that need to have that conversation with your family and as it, as it pertains to affecting your life, their life, etc. I know that that's something that my husband and I anticipate in our future, um, including with our daughter, including with family, including with etc. Right. But it's um, these things just come and go into a flow. And it's a very natural flow. And to try to cover that up and sound professional on this podcast would be very dishonest with you. I would be being very inauthentic with you, and I, that's not what I want to do. Um, but it also doesn't mean that I get so personal that I share everything. Um, I'm not quite there. I like podcasts that can do that. It's a very cool strength that they have. It's part of their personality. It's part of their, it's not good or bad, but it's part of their, um, they don't mind showing. And I think it's a strong strength in art. But I also think that we have a tendency to feel that we have to change and make our life more artistic on purpose when really the life is the art. Nowadays, it's that way. Maybe it used to not be able to be that way without the internet. But now it is that way. So really just wanted to check in with you. I've been really enjoying doing these episodes. And I really appreciate you listening and being here and being a part. I'm going to, I do have a ton of email I have to get through from this whole week. And some DMs to respond to. I was actually in a DM conversation with... A lady who is pretty insightful. I love how these conversations will come up about journaling, about visualizing. And she had brought up visualizing. And that goes along with introspection. And I think that that can actually become a lot more helpful than just journaling or turning journaling into a method or the only solution that works. And so... You know, I love these conversations. Definitely DM me at JessicaEden24. Email me at mzrq20 at gmail.com. And um, I really look forward to staying connected with you, keeping in touch, and continuing to um, share these insights as spaces for experience that we can grow in together.